back, everybody, to the Dusty Bender Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chance Watson. With me, as always, is the other host, Taylor Wells. Uh, Wellsy, what's going on? Uh, you know, not too much. Had a nice Halloween. Uh, only added about four pounds of candy to the old rubber whatever I call this gut on a, on a daily basis. So, uh, yeah, I... We had the ki- the old kitchen tongs out and a bowl of candy, and you know we were uh, wearing our masks and COVID free. So you know it's a good day. Oh, I I also did a COVID free thing, but I got a slingshot. Oh fuck yeah! There you go. I know. I uh, we were we were debating. We have a couple of those like launchers for our dogs, and we were thinking about oh. making the kids go for that. But uh, yeah, it was. I used it was interesting that. And then when the t- and when the uh, the rubber band broke on that, then I used my t-shirt cannon. Fuck yeah, full 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 size Snickers, just nice. There you go, full full size Snickers. I only only hit a you know handful of kids right in the square in the nose. It's fine. <laughs> remember remember uh, dodgeball when he throws a wrench at him. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge, can dodge a, ball. a ball. If you can if you can dodge a full size Snickers. Yeah. Uh, yeah basically yeah pretty much um, but uh but yeah that was that was exactly the that was the exact scene that was going on really except with a t-shirt cannon god yeah man that's um we need you know we need to we need to bring more things need to be fired at us through t-shirt cannons yeah completely agree um, the the country the country this it's going down the shitter right now because there's not enough t-shirt cannon firing right now it's accurate um, I would prefer my change at the grocery store from a t-shirt cannon, you know, yes. pop me right, you know, just see how far down the aisle I can go and still catch the coin. Why haven't the Columbus Blue Jackets capitalized on this? Why aren't, why, why isn't everything at Nationwide Arena fired at the fans through a cannon? <laughs> I, you know... I we need to speak to the PR department because I I need to speak to somebody, somebody because this is fucking outrageous. It is outrageous. It's outrageous that mm-hmm. you know a couple of guys just talking shop on a hockey podcast are are better at you know resolving the country than a lot of what's going on right now. So, all right, this is gonna get this is this is somehow because we've said <laughs> so many nice things about him. Uh, Yarmo Kekalian's gonna hear this and he's gonna be like, boys. How do you feel about moving to Columbus? And I'll be like, honestly, I don't love it. And they're going to be like, we're going to make you head of Canon operations. Mm. And then, yeah, I'll probably move to Columbus. Yeah, we've gone full circle from, uh, you know, the, the 17th, 18th century to now we have <laughs> job titles that are Canon specialists again. That's great. <laughs> Fucking we're, we're with the artillery. <laughs> What what do you what do you do for the Columbus Blue Jackets? We're with the uh, armored division. Yeah, we uh, you know we've really put some time into building the team up. Um, you know, working on our brand out here, and uh, you know we just make things go boom. <laughs> just every it's I, and we've we've really changed things around here. You go to the concession stands, uh, popcorns fired at you through a cannon. Oh, you uh, your sodas, ev- everything is just everything is a cannon now and uh it's we're better because of it oh christ i would i would not move to columbus but i'd go to a game if that was the case 
I ain't moving to Columbus, that's for sure. You can't pay me. You can't, they, you can't let me shoot off enough cannons to move to fucking Columbus. I have no, I, I can't say. I've, I haven't, I've never been east, I've never been east of Denver, so I don't, I don't know what Columbus is like. I hear everybody's really angry on the east coast, so. Yeah, it's accurate. It's, okay, all right. I, that's what I've heard. I, I always run that by everybody just to get confirmation, because again, I have no personal experience, yeah. but I, I say like, hey. Those west, those east coasters, you know how how are things over there? Are they, I hear they're really angry, and they're like, "Yeah, everybody's really aggressive over there." I'm like, huh? Okay. I think it's probably because marijuana's not legalized too much over there. You know what I'm saying? Could be, could be it that, and they're packed in the fuck. I mean, you know, there's like what 1.3 million people on a fucking island. Well, yeah. Like why? Like why? Why? There's not. There's there's way more room. Why? Because there's way there's way more room than that. Yeah, pe- people would rather you know be nut to butt on the streets of New York than you know walking two hours in each direction where you're from and seeing nobody. You know what I mean? So basically, yeah. At, I mean, I I, I understand that it, I understand that you get paid a lot over there, but <laughs> shit's also way more expensive over there. So it, what's what's the fucking trade off? I you know I don't know. That's my answer to that because, you know, I would much rather prefer uh, yelling and screaming and, and no one coming to my rescue than to be dragged around, you know, by my hair and everyone in New York also not coming to my rescue. So. Right, right. <laughs> They'll just ignore you or, or complain that you're, <sighs> you're kidnapping or murder is being too loud. Would you shut it, kidnappy? Shut the fuck up. Fuck. Uh, that's great. You know, I think they're going to be okay because based on what I've seen from every superhero movie, uh, most of the superheroes reside in New York. So. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, they have, they have like 19, it's pretty selfish, New York. <laughs> they have all of the superheroes. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and they still rent, you know, they don't, they, they themselves don't own anything because shit's so damn expensive. Right. Right. Even Superman uh, da- can't get paid. Dan Cummins does a bit about that, about Spider-Man. He says, I don't think he's a very good superhero. For once, I'd like to see him save somebody in a cornfield in Nebraska. (laughs) Good luck swinging from an ear of corn, you jackass. The Midwest doesn't need you. Uh, Yeah, good old Spidey having to run. Yeah, he's he's, he's exciting because he's in New York and can swing from skyscraper to skyscraper, but he's not... What's he? Uh, the next Spider-Man movie in Lincoln, Nebraska, is just him swinging around the only tall building in town. Oh shit! Yeah, Spidey's <laughs> worthless, dude. Yeah, get, he's outside of outside of New York. He's he's horrible. Yeah, get get Spidey five miles outside of city limits, and he's literally worthless. It's my, like who is the like best superhero no, debate? Is he's not he's not he's not stopping anybody in like Montana. <laughs> Oh shit! Now Iron That's Man on the other hand. Oh, Iron Man's fine. He can do pretty. Much, he can go pretty much anywhere. Yeah, fly wherever he wants to go. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? But uh, oh, by the way, this is episode sixty. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Holy mm-hmm. shit, man! We're we're getting up there. Yeah, getting up there. Getting uh, or how you know we're almost to retirement. I guess. Is what that means, right? <laughs> I don't know. Whenever the whenever, I think we'll probably be forced to retire when when our listenership goes to exactly zero. 
Oh, fuck. It'll never be. Oh, it, it's just two. It's just. It's just us that downloaded well, it. Yeah, you gotta. You know, you gotta boost the listenership somehow. You gotta, right? you I gotta got, pop those numbers. Yeah. I got this sucker on repeat, but you know that's just how. That's just who I am. You know, that's my dedication. Yeah. Yep. But you need to be. Thr- that's gonna be the new world. Like you're threatening when like you're not mugging somebody or anything. You just fucking put a gun to their back. Say, hey, you fucking subscribe to my podcast. <laughs> And they're like, okay, man, all right. God, okay, like me on Facebook. Jeez. You know, you know I'm just going to unsubscribe. No, you're not. No. So, and then just pull, pull the fight club thing. Like, I'm taking your driver's license. Oh, if I find out that you didn't download this podcast for the next six months, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to steal your identity. <laughs> and, and subscribe to all of my podcast things. <laughs> steal your identity and just buy. I'm just going to go on a spending spree at barnes and noble gosh you know or borders books isn't that the one that went out of business yeah sad day all right Uh, what can you do you want to talk a little hockey or we should talk some hockey here maybe we should make it good something i I would hope i should hope so this (laughs) last one was a fucking shit show well Um, you know nobody fed me (laughs) and Decided that it was a great idea for me to drink an entire freaking, I don't know, six or seven shots of vodka. I don't know what it was. Something stupid. Yeah, that's fine. No, yeah, yeah that's, that's fine. cool. Um, by the way, uh, if you're looking to place action on any sporting event, regardless if it's hockey or football or, I don't know, politics, whatever, uh, you should do it with the commish at betcommish.ag. Commission offers 20% on free play on all deposits with zero rollover because rollover is a scam. It's a scam. Text 951-878-9411 or hit them up on Twitter at BetCommish. And whoever hacked his website, you should know that the commission has a particular set of skills. Yes, he does. And he will find you. Now, there's only a couple things that the commission takes seriously. It is... Rollover, of course. Then followed by hacking his website. Because if there's one thing that the commission knows, it's how to defeat rollover scammers and hackers, and he will murder you somehow. I think potentially. He'll fucking fine. He'll he'll Liam Neeson your shit. Yeah. I, well, did Liam was? God, I gotta rewatch those movies. Did he actually? He oh yeah, he was killing people, wasn't he? He's killing the fuck out of some people. Yeah, he wasn't just, you know, judo chopping their faces and then, you know, they drops them on the police doorstep or something. Yeah, I heard that there was a second one. I never watched it. Isn't that where he gets kidnapped and his daughter has a particular set of skills or something? His daughter has a particular <laughs> set of skills. She's, she's, like, really... <laughs> By the way, uh, by the way, anybody anybody who's listening to this that has seen that movie or may watch it in the future, um, here's here's how to totally ruin this movie for you. Um, every scene that the daughter is in, every time she's on screen, she's running. Always. Uh-huh. She's she's either station when she goes from a point A to a point B, she runs. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. Now you're gonna watch the movie and you're like, nah, it can't be accurate. She's gotta be wa-. she has to at some point walk with somebody. And no, that's not accurate. She's always running. She's running for her life, chance. Well, not well, because she got taken. The only <laughs> Yeah. 
I know. For as much as she runs, like she she's like not fast enough. What about the scene? She's under the bed. She's like, all yeah. Scared. She ran under the bed. Oh, okay, that's true. But then she gets she... yanked out by her ankles. Yeah, she's moving pretty fast, and and he's running. Her, he's running <laughs> with her. Just a movie of running. <laughs> it, it, I literally am not. I am not embellishing this. Like at the airport when she gets back, she runs to Liam Neeson. Yeah, I remember mom. that part. And. Oh yeah, it's in 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 the beginning, uh, from the cab ride. They run up the stairs. It's she's she literally runs everywhere. She sucks at it. Maybe she, right. you know, somebody... don't be so hard on her. Maybe she's she is practicing, right? Maybe you know, maybe that's why in like Taken Two and Taken Three, you know, she's a little bit faster. Right. Uh, you know, she she's definitely. You might be right. Maybe she was trained in the particular set of skills. Yes, yeah, running. She was training the whole first movie for movies two and three, and she did a just, wonderful job. Just not, just not getting taken. Yeah, I mean it's an elusive art form. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, um, let's talk some hockey here. Okay. Um, I wrote down we've got a few things on our list here. Uh, obviously, we're in the off season, so uh, we kind of get got to get creative a little bit. Um, uh, we'll revert back to something that we used to do in our earlier episodes. We'll start with the uh, updates on the Seattle Kraken. Um, right now, the the latest that's really going out there is that uh, they're going to wait on announcing a coach, which, I mean, I guess makes sense. Like, you kind of need – until we're closer to, what, like, at the point where they're going to be able to pick up players – I think we're not it's not necessarily needed, but this being said, this is vintage Seattle where they just delay everything. Yeah, I think this is par for the I mean, anybody that was like, you know, I think Seattle's probably going to surprise us all and just name a coach tomorrow. I think you were sorely mistaken because you obviously haven't looked at the statistics because that's literally all Seattle right. does is just drag us along by our nuts and just tease us all the time. So, basically, um, yeah, one, one of the things, so what, what they've basically come out and said, um, I think it was Francis said was, um, they're, you know, they're basically expecting some coaches to kind of lose their jobs during the season. Right. I mean, we see it every year. Um, and then, you know, and then at that point they have the, the bigger crop of coaches, right. Um, or, mm-hmm. or I guess, you know, potentially have a bigger crop of coaches, but you know, thinking about it, right. They're just going to fill uh, it with someone that's already available now, right? My guess, my guess is it's. I mean, they'll they'll hold off, but I I would say that Pete DeBoer is the the leader on that if he wants a job. Pete DeBoer. They're not Pete DeBoer. Sorry, the guy that he replaced. Uh, um, yeah, Gallant. Thank you. You don't think um, Babbers, huh? Fuck it. Well, as much as they fucking get shifted around, and how Vegas basically. Like, if you don't do your job for five seconds, you get fucking fired in Vegas. So, maybe it might be Pete DeBoer. Who fucking knows? Could be. Um, yeah, Vegas is a pretty pretty uh, aggressive environment to be in at the moment. Yeah, I mean, you know, they went from year one, everybody's thinking that they're bottom dwellers, because that's, you know, what we're accustomed to with expansion drafts. Sure. And, and now, all of a sudden, you know, they can just fire coaches at will, and... You know, like, I mean, this geez. is a talented. That's a talented team. It is. Like, it's we can 
we could talk about we can talk about Vegas in a little bit, but yeah. Um, no, so I coaching coaching wise for the Kraken, I don't like. Obviously, you need a coach before you start picking players, like because the coach needs to be involved in that process. Um, but that being said, we're still a ways away from that. Um, fuck, we're we're a ways away even from just actual hockey being played at this mm-hmm. at this time. So, I mean, I'm not. Of all of their decisions, this one I'm not too angry about. You don't necessarily need a coach right now to be sitting on his hands waiting for a team. There's no one to coach, you know. And at this point, the only players you can really, like, kind of have an idea of who you're getting uh, are goalies. Yeah. I, I don't at this know. Point, everything, at this point, everything else is too up in the air. Like, we're still, we've still got another draft, another another free agency and a trade deadline in front of us where things can shift really fast. Yeah. Wait, doesn't, I thought Seattle gets to draft though. They do. So it's but, expansion I mean, then draft then. I, I didn't do that in chronological order. Okay. So in, in, nor, in order, we're going to have a trade deadline. So there's going to be player shuffling there. Okay. Then there's off season and then you've got the draft. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then free agency will open up. Okay. Yeah, I think. But rem- but remember, Vegas's roster, like, I don't. Uh, I would have to look up how that works because they don't do the expansion draft during the draft. Right. No, I'm pretty sure they do it before because didn't didn't Vegas pick up? Um, oh, who did they? Didn't they grab like who's their who's their like center now peyton krebs or oh krebs yes but no you're talking about cody glass am i thinking cody glass cody glass is their new number two center i mean it's everybody's projecting him right now to slot in between uh patch ready and stone ah it, okay so maybe i am thinking glass uh, krebs is also in that mix for sure but glass is like the one that's projected to play this year okay krebs is, krebs is still up in the air Okay. Yeah. As far as as far as I know. Okay. So, but it doesn't matter because the Red Wings are the most improved team. Did you see that chart? What chart? Uh, there was. It's that chart of like most improved, most improved teams over the off season, and the Red Wings are like more exciting and better like they're the they were the rated the most improved team through the offseason now that doesn't mean that they're the best it just means that they the the bar was pretty low so yeah it's it's um, really nice to be the most improved and still be the worst yeah it's there well i don't know if they're gonna be the worst this year they auto mm. they they might be better than ottawa i'd i'd say they're better than ottawa yeah but ottawa has galchenyuk now that means nothing <laughs> mr fucking if he was good he'd still be with the yotes true although everyone needs to you know <laughs> just, they need to clean house in that fucking organization too yeah so we're just kind of jumping all over the place um let's talk about that Ow. so the, the the uh what would, what is one of their draft picks he, he wasn't the like first draft pick it was Mitchell Mitchell Miller was picked up at what 111th 111th I think he was actually there I think he was actually their first round pick their oh, their, they just... 
their first overall pick, I believe. They just really. Yes, I think that's I think that's where the. Um, so at a hundred at a hundred and eleventh. Okay, so yeah, maybe you're right. Like you're, if it's their only, I was because I was about to like bounce that off you. I was like, well, at a hundred and eleventh, like, are you really at the point where you're like researching players, or are you just kind of taking the next name on the board? Yeah. Um, but if it is your first pick, then yeah, they might have they might have looked into this kid's background and not cared. Um. Yeah. So let's let's go over. Let's. Let's uh, un- unpack this one a little bit. Okay, let's you, you go into it because it's your team. Well, it's just a team that I follow a little bit. Oh, okay, but, fair enough. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, so, anyways, okay, okay. For, for those that for those that don't know, so the Coyotes drafted. Um, he er, the Coyotes drafted this kid Mitchell or wait, yeah, Mitch Mitch Miller, right? Isn't that what it is? Mitchell Miller. Um, Mitchell Miller, and so the, the they drafted him fourth round, number one hundred and eleven. Uh, it was one of their first picks. I, I I do think that it was their first pick of. I I'll have to double check that. I don't care enough. Um, anyway, so the basically what this kid at a, at one hundred and eleventh, it's not like he was gonna fucking break the show. I mean, no, his percentage of like actually making the NHL in the fourth round is, I mean. You know, minimal, minimal. All right, it's got to be under minimal. 5%. I mean, honestly, like if you're not, I mean, statistics show that like if you're not in the top ten, then your odds are like you might you might sniff the show, you might even play a couple games in the show, but you're not going to be a player in it, right? Um, yeah. So basically, the you know Coyotes ended up taking this guy, and and it's important to know that uh, their new general manager Armstrong was not involved right so one of the one of the conditions that the blues set up uh for the coyotes to be able to bring armstrong in was that he couldn't be involved in the draft whatsoever right Mm -hmm. um and so this was a you know essentially the interim scouting and interim gm and all that so it's basically just this you know hodgepodge of guys drafting for the coyotes this year he didn't have any picks really anyways um, selected this kid fourth round number 111. Um, and so the, the thing with this kid, his story is, uh, about four years ago. So I think it's 2016. He was, he, he went, basically went to court and, um, you know, was, was received a punishment for bullying, right? So he was bullying and things like that. Um, um, so he was, he, to, to dive into that a little bit deeper, he was bullying a, um, um, I think, uh, you know, a kid who was, I think they say, you know, the way that his mom puts it is he was like four years behind the other kids his age, right? So he was, right. he was a little slower. He was, you know, um, he wasn't learning at the same pace. Well, they were... And there was and there was some very blatant racism. Uh, yes. So that was, that was one of the big things is that he had a lot of blatant racism. Essentially what he went to, him and this other kid uh, went to court and, and had that, you know, had that time they, they did actually press charges against them um yeah he they they made this uh this challenge this developmentally challenged kid eat candy that was placed in a urinal and then just beat the shit out of it basically right. um and that's on top of the racial slurs and just you know a lot of bullying stuff and so sure uh coyotes took this kid with you know in the fourth round um, he, I guess, sent a letter out to all of the, all the NHL teams. So all the NHL teams knew of this incident. 
um, you know, knew that it was four years ago, but knew that it had happened. Um, and so, you know, they, this is the kid that they decided to select. So fast forward after selecting him, right, this, this whole story came out. Uh, Twitter and everything else just absolutely exploded. So that's uh, the Coyotes ended up getting rid of him, actually. So they, they basically Yeah, they, they relinquished their rights. Right, exactly. To him. They basically washed their hands of him. Um, Chance, what's your, what's your thought on this one? Um, I have mixed feelings on this. Okay. Uh, on one hand, uh, God, there's, there's a lot of factors in this. So sure. let's, we'll get the obvious out of the way. All the shit that he did four years ago is fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not, this is, you know, you and I are not, we are not PC people by any means. Right. Uh, and when there's, when there's people just being social justice warriors and being fucking, you know, whiny little bitches, We'll be the first to call them out. Right. This is not. This is not the case. This. This was a, a kid being a prick, uh, a racist prick mm-hmm. to a slow kid, and that's fucked. Yeah. Um. So and and now, there was court, and it said that he didn't even apologize for it. And uh, yeah, he's that's a that's a fucked up thing. That was four years ago. I don't. We don't know this kid's head. You know, I don't know. I've never. I didn't know that kid four years ago, and I don't know the kid now. So. I don't know if there's been developments in his life or something. If he's still a prick, then then I I mean, <laughs> he's still a prick. You know, yeah, like there's uh-huh. there's that. Um, now, that all being said, uh, professional sports. Oh, in, in that incident, like I because I learned more about that. Like when I first read about you know like the, the specific incident, like the lollipop thing, um, I at that first that that's the first thing i read and like without any other context anything else i was like yeah i mean i don't know i've been i've been at the tail end of some worse locker room shit than Mm -hmm. that um and people need to you know stop fucking whining and complaining like it's hazing it sucks you know it's not great bullying is not great i mean it's not fun but at the same time like it doesn't I'm not going to use that to define my life because I got bullied in the locker room once. But then I I understood the context and I heard all the other shit that was on top of that. And I was like, okay, then that's that's just the cherry on top of a, you know, a very larger issue. Right. Um, so that's all fucked. Uh, I it's it's still very unclear whether or not. Well, oh, you just said that the letter went out and all the teams knew that he did this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so they knew about it and they picked him up. And see, and I and I think that's where the backlash is. Like the NHL, you know, like everybody gets on that. Why? How could you pick this kid because he did this? Because um, I, I I think we look at that as like at the end of the day, it's about like the, their hockey operations. Like their job is just to pick somebody based on their skill level. Right. Number one. Um, and then number two. Again, we we hit on it at the top of this subject. Uh, he's going at 11, 111th overall. This kid is not going to taste the show. Yeah. I, I think, I think the argument is that at that point is it's a principal thing, right? It is. It is a principal thing. And, and you're right. And, and it was their first pick. So I'm sure that they put if like, if it was another team and it was, what is that? The fourth round mm-hmm. you said? Yeah. So, okay. If it's, if it's any other team that's already had four or more picks, then yeah, Mitchell Mitchell Miller was probably just the next name on the board kind of thing. But the Coyotes don't necessarily have a leg to stand on in that because it it's not this was their first pick. Mm. 
So, I mean, they, they probably did put some thought into it. Um, that being said, it's not like it, this is going to, it's not like the Coyotes just lost a huge prospect and now, now they're already precarious draft situation, which I'm sitting here la- like, as we're talking about this, I think the most horrible thing for me is I can't, I can't believe that the Coyotes didn't have a pick in the first three rounds. That's so terrible. Oh, that's rough. Oh, um, but yeah, but it's not like, I mean, like I, I, I I'm going to be honest. Like if this was a first round kid, like if it came out tomorrow that like, say the Coyotes picked up, um, if the Coyotes or no, we'll, we'll fast, you know, we'll pick somebody else. Uh, Askarov, like say Askarov was, uh, you know, back in Russia, he was involved in a Soviet hit squad. I don't fucking, you know, whatever. Mm. Uh, I'm the team would definitely put up more of a fight to keep the kid. Right. Um, this is definitely a situation of like, ah, he's an 111th pick. He was going to fill out our depth in probably our AHL. Maybe, maybe even our, an ECHL team. Uh, it's easier to cut our losses and not worry about it. Right. But you know, if, 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 you know, Alexi Lafreniere, Quinton Byfield, if any of those guys, if it came out that they did something like this, I, I doubt that it would have even remotely registered on any of their radars. Um, it would not have changed. It's not like, it, here, okay, this is a good question for you. And cause I'm, I'm genuinely curious, say Alexi replace Mitchell with Alexi Lafreniere. Mm-hmm. Say he, say Alexi did this exact, this exact same thing, this situation. Do you think Alexi Lafreniere does not get picked number one overall? Yes. Um, and, and the do you think reason- he goes in the top 10? Yeah, it, it, yeah, I think he definitely falls, okay. right? So it, it, the thing the thing that, you know, kind of gets me going, right, is, is like, I, I think a good point that you made was NHL teams are, are designed to look at talent, and yes, yeah. they, yes they deal with, um, you know. PR is secondary. Well, like, if the kid is a problem off the ice or something, that you're like, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll get him a PR guy. And we'll make like we'll get him a babysitter, and we'll make sure that he doesn't make an ass of himself off the ice. Right. As long as he can fucking put up G notes, then we'll we'll worry about the other shit later. Right. Um, yeah. Gosh. And that's not hockey. That's that's sports. Right. And and I think I think that's where this this that's where this bugs me a little bit is um, you know the, the kid did fall right. So I mean there was there was some draft boards that had him you know late second third round. Um, but you know, knowing that news, right. Teams, teams just kind of looked at it and they pushed him away and they said, you know, no, we don't want to do this. Right. Um, and so I think, you know, not, not saying that that fall justifies taking him in the fourth pick. I think, you know, coyotes knowing this, right. Probably should have just not taken him in the, in the first place. Right. Um, but I think a good point that you made is like teams are literally scouting all that stuff. They do their due diligence, right. They meet this kid. They, you know, watch the highlights, but first and foremost is highlights, right? I mean, it's what can this bring kid bring to our hockey team, right? Now, now, how is he as a person now, right? Yeah, that's number. That's number one. Like you have to like if if they, if they don't have skill, then there's no point in talking to them, right? Like, exactly. Oh, you're a gr- you're a great guy, but uh, you fucking can't stand up on your skate, right? You know, who knows? I would I probably could have gone you know tenth overall if I if it was based on me being a nice guy. Oh personality you and me fucking, fucking we should be oh, in the yeah. show right now you better believe that shit 
Absolutely. Um, yeah. So that then, and for me, so for me, you know, that's that's the thing, and that's what the basically the Coyotes came out with all the backlash, and they basically just said, "Look, uh, you know, we we met this kid, right? And, and this kid, you know, the Coyotes felt that he in four years had learned what he needed to, right? You're 14 years old. You you know, this is this is pretty far, right? Some oh yeah, you're 14. You're, right, right. It's, I mean, that is fucked up. But 14 year olds do dumb I, I mean, shit. It's, Right, they do. I mean, all of us were fourteen-year-olds at one time, right. and you don't understand the the larger ramifications of life. You you just don't understand. Right. Like so, sometimes you do something specifically because you're told not to, not be like you know you're told that oh this could this decision will definitely benefit your life. You're like, well, I'm gonna do the fucking exact opposite because fuck you and fuck society. Right. That's yeah. That's kids, you know. So you know, for for me, like you know, the, the Coyotes basically came out and said, like, look, we we believe that this kid has made positive changes. Um, you know, he's four years older. He's done some things for the community, um, done some things for anti-bullying. So they're looking at his talent, his skill set, right? And they're looking at, um, you know, they're they're looking well, at who he is as a person now and what he could bring to their team, right? Right. Um, and what? So what? What kicked all this off was that, well, not kicked it off, but what 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 was the final blow to release the rights was that the parents of the bully, like wrote a statement, right? Like went to, went to the news and then like said shit along the lines of like, he never apologized to our son and or apologized to us, and he's a, you know, he's a little shit, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah, it's unfortunately it sucks because you know I, I do want to believe them, but I mean it was court ordered for him to send an apology, so I I just don't see that, I, you know it, maybe it didn't happen. I, you know what I'm not going to be that guy, but you know it was court ordered shit. So 25 Whoa. hours of community service and court ordered apology shit. Um, so hold on, not to not to deviate, but I just pulled. I was I was checking my bet, uh, my my Seahawks bet. Um, and actually, just in the last, this had to have been the last hour because it wasn't there before. Uh, Bet Commish has put up futures for the NHL Stanley Cup. Oh shit! Okay. Uh, updated it. Yep. It was. It was literally. Yep. Yep. Just came out. Um, you want to? You want to guess who the top favorite is? I mean, with Petrangelo, I gotta say Vegas. You're close, but it's not Vegas. Hmm. The favorite at plus six hundred and fifty, the Colorado Avalanche. No shit. Betting odds to win the cup. No plus six fifty. Vegas is at plus seven hundred. Tampa Bay plus seven fifty. Boston one thousand. Philly twelve hundred. Toronto at thirteen hundred. That's way too high. Um Washington Capitals fourteen hundred, Dallas fifteen, Pittsburgh fifteen, St. Louis fifteen, Carolina seventeen, Edmonton eighteen, uh, both New York teams twenty one hundred, Vancouver twenty one hundred, Predators twenty three hundred, Flames twenty five, Winnipeg twenty eight, Florida thirty one, Columbus thirty five. Wow. Um, okay, the two worst teams are t- at. Tied at plus 10,000 are the Ottawa Senators and the Detroit Red Wings. Oh. Well, at least you're first in something. 
We are. We know we're tied for uh, t- tied for last. Can't can't even be fucking. Can't even uh, be the worst. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, I. The only thing that makes me feel slightly better about that is right above that. So it goes Detroit, Ottawa, plus ten thousand, and then uh, L.A. and Anaheim at plus six thousand. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me one bit. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I mean, I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna come up with you know something crazy. You know. <laughs> Shit. Oh man! Uh, oh, they've even got conference odds too. There you go. That's pretty Colorado, cool. Colorado, um, though, huh? So, who, so, so from the team, the Colorado team from last year. Yep. What have they added since then? Nothing. Well, they added a Taze from the Islanders, um, and that they're basically what they're happening. They're bringing that team back, mm. and all they need to do is keep that t- that that a healthy. A healthy Colorado team should have made the Stanley Cup. I don't know if they would have beat Tampa, but in my mind, they were a better team than Dallas, and they were they probably would have beat Vegas too, mm. because Vegas Vegas was so shook from Demko that they they were in their own heads, and I think they would have lost to anybody. But um, no, I, I but you remember that playoff series? The half the fucking Avalanche were down. I R. It's true. Like and it wasn't even it wasn't even like, you know, fourth line guys that we can interchange. Like it was half the fucking roster from first line to fourth line was affected, yeah. and their blue line was gutted, and they were on their third string goalie. <laughs> yeah, you think yeah, about it. You're yeah. su- I'm surprised that they lasted as long as they did. So no, um, I I under and maybe that's what is inflating their odds right now is that they're like, wow, this team almost beat you know. Dallas with half their team like imagine what they can do with a full roster maybe that's what they're getting about yeah it could be I think losing losing your starting tendy or I guess you know what did Frank Cozy did Frank Sue's go down yeah he was just garbage no he went down okay yeah he um, went down. yeah yeah I, I mean look I can make an argument for it um yeah. Oh, I can. I. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not the. I mean, Colorado, Vegas. Uh, I. I think the Lightning are too high here. Honestly, um, they're a good team, but they're not. There's no way. It's not. This isn't going to be the same team that comes back. Uh, they're gonna have to move some people for cap reasons. Yeah. Um, I, you know, there's rumors that Stamkos isn't coming back. There's rumors. Well, Johnson's definitely not coming back. There's no way they can keep Johnson. Um, he's gonna, do you think he reports if they send him to the AHL? No, he won't. Yeah. No, I, it's just, it's just giving that team an out if he does. Right. Yeah. You know, they weren't, they weren't willing to, they weren't willing to do right by him. And so, why would he be willing to? to do well, that's that? what hap- That's what happens when he draws. So he cleared waivers. Yeah. So that doesn't that what that's what that means is like now he has to go play in the AHL. Yeah. Technically speaking. Technically, yes. But I stuff fucking Stanley Cup champion Tyler Johnson is not going to fucking report to the Norfolk Admirals or whoever the fuck their team is. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, okay, I'll have to go check those odds out. Go go yes. look at Beck Kamish, folks. He's got the, he's got the Yes, absolutely. Um, not sure why the Maple Leafs are that high. That fucking... Yeah. But anyways, to finish this up with Mitchell yep. Miller real quick. 
Yep, go for it. Go for it. Uh, Coyotes should have just never drafted him in the first place, right? Yeah. My biggest issue with this is they basically fell to social media pressure, which I, you know I hate that crap. Uh, yeah. A bunch of whiny bitches on Twitter. Um, you know, basically, you know, basically, what are they celebrating tonight? Oh yeah, we fucking it's resolved, right? The, the you know we can go back to normal now, right? Right. And I've and again, I don't know. Like, if this is a true situation, that's where I that's where I walk the line on this because I'm also very distrustful of that social media that social justice warrior crowd on Twitter that amplifies everything. Mm-hmm. Like, if he ha- he said one racist thing when he was 14 years old, now this kid is it basically even if he tried to change now and that there there in lies what I'm getting at is an if like if this kid genuinely has tried to like make up for what he did in the past right. and like. Go if he is doing that, then uh, then everybody needs to shut up because everybody has done something stupid in their past that they regret. And as long as you acknowledge it, move forward and try and or try to fix it, then we have to move on because there's no other way for anybody to fucking. No one's perfect in this fucking world. Everybody's made mistakes. Right. Um. Now, now, if this kid continually is an asshole. Right. If I mean, like, like if they came out and they're like, "Yo, what do you think about all that shit you did when you're 14?" He's like, "Yeah, I'd, I'd do it again. Like, I go to that kid's house and like, yesterday I was there yesterday making fun of him. Yeah. Then, then yeah, uh, probably, probably uh, well deserved ridicule. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm not, I'm not up on the situation enough, but uh, yeah, that's that's how that should be handled. Yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's fine that they got rid of him. I think, you know, I think that does you know, send a message, right? Like, look, sure. we'll, we'll still, you know, we'll respect this decision. Right. Um, sure. but yeah. And again, we're talking about, again, we're talking about hockey players here. Um, I laugh. It's like too many people have this opinion of hockey players being like, they need to be these beacons of like moral superiority and, they need to be these great people. And in reality, I mean, look at, look at every retired hockey player that we've got now. Now I don't talk about current because current, they, they have PR reps and they make sure that they keep everybody under a tight watch. Look at old players. Okay. When they get out on their own, almost none of them are fucking uh, Danny Carcillo went insane. Jeremy Roenick just got fired because he's not PC. Uh, it seems like every week Spittin' Chicklets is getting fucking under fire because Paul Bissonette and Ryan Whitney are, they're fucking hockey dudes. Mm. They're bros, you know? Like, they're not inherently evil or anything. They're just not, like, their audience is other hockey guys or just fans of the game. And when somebody who doesn't understand the game, Greg Wyshynski, uh listens to them, it's, oh, how could he fucking say that? I'm not saying that this relates to Mitchell's thing. I'm mm-hmm. just, it, I guess I went off on a little tirade. Um, I, it's just that it's these, these people who expect, you know, hockey players to be so articulate and clean. I, I think, I think after, after healing, hearing Alex Kalorn after the fucking Stanley cup, I think we should all, people should go, Oh, okay. Maybe we shouldn't really take the opinions of hockey players as fucking gospel. Right. Um, that's my, that's my two cents on it. I, yeah, I, I think, you know, the, and, and ask, and ask any hockey player very rarely will any of them, mo- most of the time, all hockey players are very humble or they'll shut their mouth. Right. 
and they don't they don't want the spotlight or they know that they're not like educated on it. Most most any hockey player when you talk to, they'll be like, "Yeah, I don't fucking fucking I don't fucking know." Yeah. I I play I play hockey, man. Like I don't <laughs> Yeah, I uh it's it you know, and good good on the Coyotes, whatever. It's a fourth round pick. Yeah. Get rid of him, who cares, right? I mean, sure. just and, wash and your hands and again, call him good. That's fine. Um, that was my point. That was my point with the Lafreniere thing. Yeah. Like yeah. he's the 111th pick. Uh, your your losses are none. It's it's nothing. You're, it's not a big deal. Um, but I I do think, I do think you're you're a little more. You're a little more. Uh, I I if Alexi Lafreniere did this, I think it would be very hard for the New York Rangers to pass on this guy. Yeah, I I I, I honestly don't know if. That there would have been there would have been a legion of PR reps already on Lafreniere to ensure that he's already covered it, made sure that he's, you know, atoned for it. Even if they wrote the press release for him and he signed it at the bottom, whatever it may be, it would have t- been taken care of and he would have still been drafted at number one. Because if you got enough talent, you could pretty much get away i mean fucking look at Connor mcdavid he made Connor mcdavid made a kid cry and throw his jersey off of a balcony in an edmonton mall and everybody's still fucking Connor mcdavid yeah a good example a good example um that i've you know i brought up a few times with people that i've talked to this about uh michael vick fought dogs he also came yeah uh kareem hunt who is you know you might not know who he is but he basically was arrested and charged in assault of kicking a woman on the ground and he is back and nobody gives a shit so um oh, i just i just think go it's funny it. that it's just you know it's you've got austin watson you've got uh exactly yeah we, we've we've got all these all these cases where it's ha- like hoffman where him and his fucking wife basically said that uh they didn't want carlson's kid not carlson but yeah it was carlson. i can't was there carlson? it was carlson yeah they wanted like his kid to die or something like they're like fucking like there's horrible things that these right. they're not these people aren't computer programs or video game characters that just they don't like play the game and then go power down until the next game like they're human beings too and unfortunately uh they're they're just like everybody else especially even more so because power and money uh they make mistakes too or they say really dumb shit yeah yeah i guess my point you know my point is just like we can't be so hypocritical with all this shit, right? I mean, we have to, Agreed. you know, like like you and I have gotten on, on uh, you know, some, some people on Twitter and things, right? Um, yeah. You know, what's what's your next po- your next post is going to be something that completely contradicts what you're bitching about on this post, right? And I think yes, I think that's where it bugs me. Um, you know, I think yeah, Twitter Twitter superheroes, right? So yeah, yeah, it's 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 the it's like the irony of like. Um, during the, I love, I loved like during the during the the height of the, uh, um, like the BLM stuff, you know, months ago. During the height of that, I la- I laughed because if anybody started it with like fuck white people, it's like okay, you're just <laughs> like you want you want to stop racism, but you literally are being racist. So yeah. how, how does that fucking work? Oh man, the the one who was it? It was like Deshaun Jackson. It was it was some football player. Was basically like. Basically said something like anti-Semitic. <laughs> it's like was like right. your, your your cause doesn't matter. It's like, dude, like, <laughs> it's you fucking you're just ugh. 
I, oh, I laugh because they, they try to take the, the moral high ground and then immediately fucking kick it on somebody else. Yeah, so I, let's, that's terrible. Let's change gears a little bit to something that I think, you know, a good a good portion of people probably would agree with us since, you know, maybe maybe they don't agree with us. Oh, I don't know about this, but, but uh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, so the OHL having no checking. This is this is officially going to be a no checking league in the 20 technically 2020 2021 so, season. So I did a little digging on this or actually I just followed a Twitter thread that actually explained a little more and it it wasn't a decision by the OHL. It was made by the Ontario government. Mm-hmm. And like it would like, and then basically this was handed down. Um, but then Ryan Whitney, uh, the the flagship of all hockey podcasts, I suppose, um, he made a good point. I I can't remember who he was re- replying to, but if there's no hitting, wouldn't that make close encounter board battles longer? Yeah, I've I've also like, seen like. Like, if I can't lay a body on somebody, me and a guy are going to be shoulder-to-shoulder digging at the puck in the corner for 30 seconds. Yeah. I, or on the bench, or in the locker room. Like, sure. I just, you know, I, I yeah. You've seen, it in beer, you've seen it in beer leagues where, like, four guys are in the corner and everybody's kicking it and the puck is just, like, stuck under someone's skate because they won't move. Yeah, and, and it's and everybody just keeps kicking it. And Gordon Bombay's trying to get Charlie Conway to fall down and hold his eye. Right. You know? Um, yeah, I, I did hear that. I heard that it, it was passed down. Um, and I know the Q, like, there's been, there, you know, the Q has come out and had some cases and stuff like that, right? Um, yep. You know, I, I think it, it, this, this to me... This, we're at the past... We're, we're past the point of containment on this shit. Yeah. Which is why I'm laughing about it. Like, it's... We're no, we're no longer in April, where if everybody just stays home and we all wear masks and we do this right, we can we can we can stop this. We're every, everybody said fuck it three months ago. Yeah, we're I, we're we're past the point, and especially athletes who could really fucking care. Uh, again, obviously, on, when the cameras on them, they're gonna sit in a box six feet apart with masks on. But as soon as the cameras off, they're fucking having a COVID. Uh, Stanley Cup party in Tampa. Yeah, that's true. Um, so it's yeah. yeah. I, I just it just seems it just feels like it just feels like a regulation that just wasn't very thought out. They just no. looked at it and they said, "How are we, you know they're going to be touching? So it's got to be bad." And and we there's no other exactly. way to get around this. It's just let's just pull this out, but we can still play games, right? I just yep. it feels it feels so uneducated to me, yeah. Um, and that's that's what I don't like about it, honestly. Like Reac- reactionary, it's reactionary. And in you know, for me, I think you know, like you and I have discussed before, right? This I think you know we can say people are over it, but look, you know, it's still an issue. We're seeing cases and stuff like that still. Oh right. sure, but like absolutely. Testing is more widespread, right? We have these, you know, cheaper options coming out. We have these, you know, quicker turnaround time shit. You know, it's just like, look, this, that kind of stuff, right? Um, you know, that's, that's, like, I understand what they're trying to do. It's just, it's just, I don't think it's the right move, right? I think, you know, what, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous to me, right? Like, we're back in fucking... No, peewee hockey, we could even fucking check. So it's, you know, whoa, we're back in mini mites or whatever. Like, I just, 
it's going to, you know, I, I don't agree with the people who say this is going to be super detrimental to all these players in the OHL's, like, future. Um, you know, I think, you know, I think they'll, they'll maybe a little bit, uh, but not like, you know, oh my God, this first round say, pick is ruined now. Like, no, it's not. Um, I would say Im- immediately, yes. Long term, no. What I, what I mean is, is like, they'll look at a, a, like, if there's a skilled player that teams have been watching in the OHL and they, you know, scouting that guy, they might take into a, like, say a star player, like he doubles his point totals over, you know, overnight. Like, yeah, that probably is due to the fact that nobody can lay a body on the guy. Well, a 2021 uh, draft pick. But I think, you know, scouts are going to take that into account. I don't think, look, they're professionals, right? Sure. Um, yeah, I just, it just, yeah, I, I, you know how I sit on this. I think it's stupid. Um, and, and my wife is a fucking, you know, works at a hospital, right? So, I mean, right. you know, we're right there with the, all this shit. And I think this is just, it's just a poor excuse. I mean, there's, there's better options and you don't have to take, you know, one of the better parts of the game away from all these kids. Um, oh, I, I just, la- I mean, we're talking about like, you're trying to take checking away when, but you're totally okay with these guys sitting shoulder to shoulder on the bench with each other. How about a face off? You think like. You think six staring, inches, like staring at you? Right. It's come it's, on, and that's yeah, absolutely. Like you got if you're gonna if you're gonna take checking away, you've got to you've got to make all the guys six, six uh, sit six feet away from each other in the locker rooms and on the bench. Yeah. And you've got it, w- that's that's the point where this is gets just arbitrary. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's like it's like the um, it's like the school argument. You know, like uh, schools right now. It's oh well, you know, well. Uh, I was laughing about it. it happened up here where where I'm at uh, the local the local high school they had like a, a like a drive-in graduation ceremony mm-hmm. where they all you know like they all had separate cars and each kid took turns walking up and they got their diplomas and everything like that and they kept their social distancing and it was it was a great well dead event and then all the kids gathered after the ceremony to take a group photo together nice so it's it's what what's the fucking point? Right. Like, oh, why did we why did we just do all of that if it so that's my point. Like why like if checking was just one piece of a larger plan, then okay, maybe I can wrap my head I still think you're being, you know, overly cautious, but at least I can wrap my head around the logic. Whereas if you just get rid of checking, like, okay, like that doesn't that makes literally no fucking sense. These guys are gonna go have beers with each other after the game. Yeah. I think yeah, it's exactly. That's a great point. I think there's there's other things they could have done besides ruining the game. Um, sure, so. and I know that's something that we could kind of transition to that. Um, uh, latest news on the season coming up. Uh, I know it's been floated. We're looking at what a late January start time now. Uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's still pretty fluid. All that shit's gonna be fluid. Okay. Say so Bill Foley with Vegas. I remember we already talked about it in one of the f- previous podcasts, but he was thinking February, February first. Yeah, that's probably. I would, and I wouldn't, right. and I wouldn't be surprised because it's there's going to be they, they. I I I could probably guess what's going on with the NHL right now. They they know that there's a bad taste in the mouths of the players from the bubbles, mm-hmm. and they they need. They need COVID numbers to go down, and you know it needs to be a less heightened situation in order for them to actually pit. Because there's no way that the NHLPA will not fucking. There's no way that the players will uh, agree to bubbles. There's just no way. Yeah. Hub cities maybe, but 
bubbles, there's there's no fucking way that they're going to fucking do that. No way in hell. You're going to tell me this multi-million dollar organization can't figure out how to keep these professional men in a tight enough space in their, you know, during travel and all this shit. Like, come on, dude. Like, the NFL has had some cases and stuff like that, but, you know, for the most part, I mean, it's it hasn't been just, as right. I said, that I just looked at my phone not too long ago and Cardinals had some more cases. But, like, you know, there, look, it was go- it's got to be a way. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Unless you keep these guys in bubbles for the entire season, it's going to happen, and you have to deal with it on a case-by-case basis. Right. I'm not seeing that's where, I mean, maybe I'm getting a little too much into it, but that there's there's a difference between underreaction, overreaction, and then a, a practical solution. Right. Okay, and underreaction is doing nothing. Underreaction is let's just open up all the arenas and pretend it's business as usual. Mm. That's an underreaction. Like, that's we can't do that. Obviously, then every NHL game becomes a fucking... Imagine a Vegas game. That's a fucking super spreader right there. Mm-hmm. But an overreaction where you can't... It's, it's not necessary to just close every fucking thing down and, and force these players to live in bubbles for the entire season because, A, they're going to not do it. They're, they're just not. They're, they're going to feel like they're trapped and they're not going to be able to see their families and they're going to get real fucking pissy real quick. Um... There, there's got to be a middle ground solution here to where we're, we're taking proper precautions, but at the same time, we can still have the game and not not feel like you're in a, a medical state, so to speak. Yeah, I I completely agree. I think, you know, look, it, you, you got to start working your way back to normal a little bit. I think yep. that's the only way this is going to work. Um, you know, creating a new normal instead of building a bubble where these these poor players can't go play golf. Sure. Um, <laughs> it's so rough. So, so tough. Such a hard life. Anyways, yeah. um, one of the things, so just the last I'll, I'll kind of say on that, um, baseball did it to where there was, a, you know, basically what they did is they had a um, a couple players who, who didn't, yeah, I don't think they even got it, uh, but they basically, like, these players went out and broke curfew and, like, broke their team rules and shit like that. They suspended yeah. these these guys, right? So, I mean... Like that's that's the kind of thing you know that's that's something that you can I think kind of look towards and just go sure look you know I, I mean if you can't go to the restaurant that all your teammates are eating at if you can't you know not go to a club uh, you know where a foam party and where they're not requiring masks during the season you got a game tomorrow night like fuck you you should be suspended right like you know something like that sure. is is more of a, I, a thing than just sitting I, in a bubble yeah. You know. Deal with deal with it on a case by case basis. Right. You let these guys like they're. I mean, they're adults, right? And you set regulations. Just say like, all right, we go like, you know, in a perfect scenario, we've got a full team. Everybody shows up. One person gets sick. Sick. We isolate them, and then we we watch for symptoms. Cares. Yep. If they're fine, then they're fine. And that's again, that's another problem with COVID in general is that it, m- many people, especially. You know, we're talking about these professional athletes who are in great shape and generally young. Well, it's it's just facts that this is primarily dangerous and more more affects el- the elderly. So the worry is not that these professional young athletes are going to get sick and die, but more along the lines of could they spread it to somebody right. who could get sick and right. die? Right, exactly. And I, I think that's fair. You know, um, 
Yeah, and I, I think that's fair. I, I just, yeah, fuck. I, I don't know. Like, we don't want it. We don't want the, you know, it's, if it if it gets amongst a team, then all right, make sure that they don't go see their, you know, they don't go visit the local nursing home in Glendale. Uh, they, you know, make sure that they just, they do that. But at the same time, you know, I don't uh, yeah, you, you you take the proper precautions that are needed, but it's there's we just need to make sure that there's not an over or under reaction. It needs to be appropriate and handle it case by case. It can't it can't be that hard. That's what that's just for no, me, right? it's we not. Have... And they're trying to th- and that's what the NHL see. The NHL wants to do it bubble wise again. They want to fucking mm. keep all these. If it were up to the NHL, they would keep all these guys in fucking hotel rooms for the next six months. And and have them play in Vegas or something. And that's not going to, the NHLPA is just not going to fucking, that's just not going to work. I, I think I, that's kind of what, along your lines. That's the easy way out, isn't it? Yeah. Right? That's the easy way to do it. That is, and, the, easy, that is the easy way to do it. And, yeah. and that's not, and that's just not going to fly. And no. uh, well, and, and we're talking about, we're talking about seating too. This is a league that, it's funny, this is a perfect transition to something that you and I wanted to talk about, uh, we were talking about beforehand. Uh, this is a league that's not doesn't have great TV money. Yeah. Okay. It's it's TV situation is fucked. You know, like we we were talking about it before we got on the pod. Like one of the biggest challenges to getting into hockey is the availability of it on TV. It's fucking. You have to know what channel it's on and when it is, because there's little marketing for hockey games. Yeah. And and depending on the game, there's like. You know, with NBC, you get how many games a week? Two, three? Yeah, I think they, do, they usually do, like, one a day. But if you get, like, it, NHL TV, you can't fucking watch that one anyways. Yeah, no, it's not. Oh, you, one a day? No. On NBC Sports, usually it was just, like, there was a... Maybe this is dated, but, like, there was a there was a Wednesday rivalry night game. Yeah. Glad they got rid of that. Saturday. Glad they got rid of that. Um Saturday, and then maybe there was like a Sunday morning game. Yeah, and I don't even think that was on NBC or NBC Sports. I think that was on normal like Channel Six because mm. it was like it was like an early hockey game that would like precede. Uh, it would precede. Uh, uh, fucking course racing and shit. Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, no, I, you know we can get fired up about this because I got, you know, in order to watch. Any hockey games, I have to have like four different services. Um, I can't pay for DirecTV because then I have to get fucking what is it NHL Center Ice or whatever the hell to watch anything, and then I'm paying fucking six hundred a month or whatever the hell. Um, it's just ridiculous. So I, you know, I think realistically, sure, don't don't have fans in, but you have like they have to figure out the fucking viewing like the viewership. Um, it's just it's it feels so lazy. Right, it feels like such a lazy. They should be able to, like, they they gotta have smart enough people to fucking you know figure out how we can have it in thirty one stadiums next year. Uh, you know they gotta be smart enough to fucking have it on you know NHL TV. Look, how can how can you expect me to pay for NHL TV when everything's blacked out because you want me to go to the game that I can't fucking go to? Right? Yeah. I hate that shit. Yeah. So, um, well, and Bill Bill Foley already brought it up. He's like, my my revenue is based on ticket sales. Right. Like I don't like the NHL is the one who makes the little bit of TV money that there is. He ma- the the owners make money off of tickets. Right. And selling jerseys and selling concessions and the experience that is going to the game. Pay per view, dude. I'm telling you, it's coming. So Foley Foley is basically said he's like it's 
it is not worth my time from a business perspective to open this if I can't at least get 50% of my stands filled. If I can't get 50%, it's not I will I will operate at a loss. Yeah, but that and that's what but that's what I'm talking about with the pay-per-view thing. Like there's look, we're in 20 at that point will be 2021. We have the technology. I'll pay 20 bucks, you know, um to like you know, I'll get season tickets for streaming it online. You know, I don't I don't know what it needs to be, but like you know, fuck. They got to figure something out cuz yeah, bubble's not going to work and you know, putting people in stands it's just probably it's just it's just probably not going to work. So um yeah, that's a that's a fucking mess and people who get paid money should fucking deal with it and then, you know, make sure that it works for me. God damn it. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, cool. So the only other thing I wanted to discuss with you, I know we wanted to get to a little bit of fantasy and stuff like that, but, uh, let's do it. Let's go into fantasy. You want to jump some fantasy? I just want to talk shit on stars jerseys for a second. Oh, okay. Let's do that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, if you go to a stars game and they're wearing their third jerseys, you know, bring your glow sticks, uh, you know, definitely, you know, bring, bring the party hats. Cause you know, they're, they're, they're wowing everybody. So, um, yeah, I think I think it's it's fucking weak. They basically just made their jersey black and put some neon markers on the table and said, "Let's see what you guys can come up with." And here we are. Yeah. So, oh, it's cool. terrible. It's, it's they're so they're they're so bad. Like it's not. I know we're we're getting into like this. Apparently, apparently every team next year is supposed to have like a reverse retro jersey. Yeah. Um. Obviously, as a revenue right. keeper. Um. But fuck i ugh. this is i mean so far vegas put out a fourth jersey um i saw it's a red one and it's it's ugly um <laughs> as somebody who likes the as somebody who liked the gold jersey uh the red one's bad uh it's just it's just not good um i understand what they're going for it's supposed to be a throwback to the las vegas stampede or whatever the fuck um I don't care. It's it's not good. They're it's they're the Golden Knights and it's a red jersey. Like it's just dumb. Wasn't it the um, Las Vegas Wranglers? Wasn't that their ECHL team? They they had the Wranglers as well, but I believe this is a different. This is another different team. That's another one. Um, okay, that's fine. Yeah, I, I believe it was a Stampede. Yeah, the Wranglers was a team or still is a team. I think. It, I don't know. Could be. I did go to a, I did go to a, one of those ECHL. I think it, I think you're, I think it is the Wranglers. But yeah, I went to an ECHL game there one time. Um. Yeah, I, you know what? I like the retro idea, and, you know, it doesn't matter how ugly the Ducks one is. I'm going to buy it, so, um, you know, that's what they're banking on. I'm just, I, you know, I'm a sheep. I just follow. Uh, you know, but I've seen some pretty cool retro ones, and honestly, like, the, just the idea of, like, all the retro jerseys and shit, it's got people, like, you know, that have some artsy abilities. It's got them thinking and drawing up some, I've seen some fucking sick duck mock-ups. I've seen some sweet mock-ups from uh, some of the other teams and stuff um i think buffalo buffalo had one uh i don't remember who did it on reddit but you know i yeah i uh i'll buy a couple of them i don't care take my I money mean, if they just, look if they look cool i guess if they look cool i probably you know i probably won't buy the vegas gold one unless you buy one for me or something i i i've heard that they're they're gaudy and over the top but that was the point so right that's what they do i'm yep that's what they do. That's what they do in. That's what they do in Vegas. Cool. Um, fantasy. I. You know. I don't know. 
I don't know exactly what you know we, we want to go into with it, uh, but it's time to start thinking about it again, right? They came out with some of the rankings, um, you know, some of the sleeper picks, uh, you know, some of those things. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm already getting fired up about it. I don't have to make my uh, I have to make my my cheat sheet here pretty quick because you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna need to. I'll need to start. Uh, I was I was curious. I don't. There's gonna be a couple. I think for the first time, guys from bad teams are going to go pretty high in this one. Yeah. Usually, usually everybody burns through, like, you know, you take, like, the top three lines from the best teams, and then you go from there. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I see, I see uh, you know, I mean, keeper leagues, obviously, so we don't know who's keeping who, but uh, Panarin, uh, you know, fuck, you think Lafreniere goes high? I did just see a projected lineup for the Rangers that had him on the third line. If that's the case, um, no. I don't, I don't like him, but I don't see him doing that. I think, uh, you know, I th- I'm sure he'd be on the top power play, but you know, and that's that's a if he can be by Panarin and Zibanejad, I think he's not going to go wrong. Um, but I, that's an interesting point. I think I, I think you will see a little bit more of that. I, I tend to do that on drafts, you know, a little bit myself. But towards the end, right? I mean, you kind of do that towards the middle, right? You kind of take yeah. that flyer on, like, fucking Florida's two guys or something. I don't know. Uh, LA's one. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I think – so I think what's going to be interesting to see and kind of, you know, we're going to have to see how many games they schedule. And it's really going to come down to that schedule to see, you know, kind of what it looks like. Because if they play a, you know, 60-game season, right, goalies, are, goalies should – probably go a little bit higher because they're going to play you know what 55 50 to 55 of those games or you know we're, we're going to see them play a, a higher percentage i think um you know so it, it'll be really interesting but i think you know the schedule and kind of the plan and things like that kind of come out because um you know teams with home ice advantage all that shit's gonna you know we're, we're gonna have to kind of see how that plays out but um yeah i'm already i'm i'm digging it i'm ready dude let's do it yeah, I'm fucking. I'm I'm excited for it. I wish the season was a little closer. Yes. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, you know me. I'm all about fucking. Uh, basically, the in addition to the season just needs to get here quicker. Uh, we need to find. We need to replace basically half of our league. So. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. If you're yeah. list, if you're listening and interested in uh, joining the Dusty Bender uh, fantasy league, um, fuck it. You used to be a vandal league but uh most of those guys are fucking losers so. they're fucking worthless we got fu- you know honestly though we got one guy who's paying for everybody's entry fee this year so uh yeah because he owes us you know thousands of dollars at this point probably <laughs> jesus fuck oh yeah he owes he owes he's getting he's getting married this week well you know I would have I would have forgave all of his debts if he would We could just do we could do me. a mob we could do a mob thing and just show up at his wedding. Hey, where's the money? Where's my money? I come I come to your wedding for my fucking money. Just straight godfather that just shit. Fucking I got it, you know, squirt gun or something. What? Yeah, I just go. It's... No, it's got to be hockey sticks. We show them oh, just beat them with fucking hockey sticks. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking sharpened. I show up with. So... I show up with fucking, you know, a shiv made out of a hockey stick. Uh, yeah. Pay me, bitch. 
that's my that's my weekly uh, that's my that's my weekly shout out to the only guy that most owes me money. I owe everybody else money right now, so maybe he just needs to pay all my other fucking you just my debts. <laughs> just maybe pushing your debt off. He's just he's got to pay like one of my credit cards for the next year or something. I don't know. He needs to pay his own credit card. Oh Christ! All right, mm-hmm. we're getting deep into this shit. Let's sign off, huh? Yeah, let's probably do that. <laughs> all right. Oh, um, shit. Once again, thanks for listening, everybody. We really appreciate it up to episode 60. So uh, if you've been along for the ride, it's 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 been a great one. Yeah, shout um, out, man. Hoping to, uh, you know, we're in the off season now, so uh, we'll still try to keep the once a week going and uh, pretty much go from there. Uh, once the season kicks up and going, we'll get your normal normal stuff. Fantasy going back again. Oh. Uh, cracking, cracking news when it gets going. And uh, back to our normal format kind of thing. Yep, that's right. Cool. Perfect. All right. Um, oh, yes. Once again, we should also shout out our sponsor, Kamish. Mr. Kamish. Mr. Kamish. Lay some action. He pays on time. He's a gem. Don't don't hack his website or he'll fucking kill you. He will. He will. I've seen him. I've seen him do it to one other person, but it's because they were charging me rollover. And he, he flew in and he beat him up. He's... <laughs> he doesn't mess around. You don't fuck with hey, that's my boy hey. Wells. Don't give don't don't fucking give him that rollover. Hey. Don't you fuck don't you fucking roll over. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> don't roll over on me. Don't hey, don't you roll on me, buddy. <laughs> oh Jesus. Alright, let's get out of here. I love it. Alright, everybody, we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.